Hello everyone and welcome back to the Holy Girl Hotline with your host Bree and Sid. <gasps> Sid has a question for us today. I have a question. Okay. Um this a weekly is, question. Yeah, I have a weekly question. Um first of all, our backs are about to be broke by the end of we this. We are just sitting like turtles. Yeah, we're in a different setup today, guys. We're in my room today. Reached over. Yeah. Not that you guys can see that. Yeah. But just for the listeners. Set the scene. Yeah, we're sitting <laughs> under a bunk bed. <laughs> yeah, you know, Using we have to make it work. Using shelves as a desk. <laughs> Actually, my hamper is one of them. <laughs> this one's my hamper, and that's the shelf. Oh. And, yeah, we're going to make it work, though. Yeah, and we're in rocking chairs. Yes. all the way forward, hunched all the way over with our mics on top of these shelves and hampers. Yes. It's and you know what? Setting. It's great, and God is good, and amen, you know? <laughs> um okay this an unrelated note this is a question oh gosh do you like typing or handwriting better oh no i feel like this is a tough question because my answer on this would have been different if you asked me at the beginning of the year for what though Mm. like it could be like okay let's say for personal stuff first and then for school stuff i feel like everybody prefers typing for school stuff oh completely and i'm a cs major yeah okay that makes sense i I love typing anything and i'm a fast typer too so like Mm -hmm. i feel like i got my fast typing from me playing the piano like (gasps) i was learning how to play the piano as i was learning how to type and so my fingers got yeah i don't know if that actually has correlation but like that makes sense that makes sense yes so i love typing stuff but i really like handwriting for like journals and stuff mm-hmm. because i feel like the slowness helps me process better yeah more thoroughly so i can like really write things down mm-hmm. but when i'm really angry i type my feelings yeah like, if i have a really strong emotion yeah like, not, it's like, cool to it. angry type yeah. <laughs> yeah i know angry writing gets Never little send it you know just put it in the notes yeah yeah, yeah. and i yeah i wrote papers when i angry write so mm. I, like, when I'm calm or, like, whatever mood I'm in that's not super passionate, Mm -hmm. I just handwrite. Yeah. What about you? I agree, actually. I like typing for school stuff because why am I about to turn in a piece of paper in 2023? That makes no sense. Um, But I take my notes, though, kind of weird. Like, I take them on an iPad, so it's like I'm writing, but it's digital. That is so true. Okay, yeah. You know? That is another thing. I, when I'm doing math and, like, yeah, so I yes, gotta write it. I, I gotta write it. I yeah, I use my iPad and write the stuff out. And my iPad has been great for problems. Yeah. But when I'm taking actual notes, I find myself going to Google Docs because my classes mm-hmm. move too fast for me to try to write stuff on my iPad. For like, I've my... gotten good at writing fast for really? this reason. But sometimes I sometimes I wish I typed. But now it's already into the aesthetic, so I can't change it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get an iPad keyboard, honestly. Oh, that would be Do that would be one? good. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. But but. I recently, I used to be a handwritten journaler, like the books, the tangibles, Aww. but now I use Notion to type out my journals I because I can take it with me anywhere. I can, so I can do it on my phone. I more like to do it on my laptop for the aesthetic. All for the aesthetic. <laughs> but, this you know, girl. I feel like we should be like, I feel like we should start a segment sort of type thing with like putting, pe- putting people, putting people, <laughs> putting ever, people Have on. you ever had a dream? Stop. <laughs> Second time. <laughs> but like putting people on. So today I would like to put y'all onto journaling. If you don't journal, it's such a it's such a healthy habit. You know the gist of our podcast was putting you on segment. They literally called okay, it putting I, you on. Okay, I knew I got this from somewhere. <laughs> there are no original ideas, but pretend that I called it something different. There are no original ideas. <laughs> pretend that I called it something just different. 
anyways oh my gosh so yeah i just feel like if you don't journal journaling is a very healthy habit and you should start because it's a good yeah. way to process your emotions and it's like writing out your prayers in a way too and then you can look back and see the prayers that god has answered it's that is the most fun thing, thing ever yeah, yeah to go back through and like read everything that you were yes. going through oh. and be like oh i came out of that on the other side like god really taught me this this and this right and like the way i do it on notion is like i have little bubbles and i date them and then That's i click so on the old bubbles and i read them and then i write about them again and how i'm feeling about them now this i really recommend is sponsored it. by notion yes i budget on notion too you this do. You you put not, me onto that. Actually. Oh yeah, I I yes, I use Notion. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I use Notion for budgeting. That simple budget under the personal every two weeks. It's a new setup. Like I am very serious yeah. about my budgeting, and then yeah. I started using it to track my running. So oh nice. Yeah, Notion is great. So Notion's great. Notion Notion's not sponsoring us, but one day amazing. They Notion and journaling. <clears throat> so yeah. putting you on. That's what y'all should think about. Words, words, words. Also, we need to come up with a new name for that, but yeah, that would be a fun little segment. Dang. Ugh, putting you on is so good. It's so good, but that's okay. Maybe it's only good because we heard it used. I'm it's sure only it's good, yeah. Like, we're going to do it better. It's more- <laughs> Dang! I was thinking more like we need to find something that's fitting. Because they do putting you on for music music yeah. yeah so like that's not... why i didn't qu- that's why i didn't associate it. yeah 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 yeah. so i was thinking more like habits more like... or products yeah you know and speaking of habits <gasps> today's episode is about bad habits Yay! but um never mind. Another... I... no never mind i forgot what i was gonna say i was gonna say it's a selena gomez song it's not okay it's bad liar well not like you Kim. that's awkward well anyways my phone so many also, stay tuned to the end because we have another hotline question. It's yes, been a minute because we literally forgot every week, but this time Brie remembered. <laughs> it wasn't my, it wasn't me. It was her. She remembers. <laughs> so Sydney you brought it up, and we never did it. <laughs> Ever. So sorry. It's like, oh, didn't you say something about a question? Yes. Yeah, so like bad. a month ago. Anyways, it's we're gonna hop into this episode. So yeah. this episode, as if you listen to episode number insert number i don't remember um <laughs> about testimonies it was called our testimonies um that was like six six or seven six or seven yeah. yeah so this one um is a little bit about like post-salvation so when we when we say bad habits we're talking about the things that god is has delivered us from slash currently is delivering us from post-salvation so it's kind of yeah. like that's what we mean when we say bad habits kind of for context yeah okay awesome so uh, a verse to kind of <laughs> i like you know i like having a little bible verse to kind of set the tone yes, set the mood I, I love that you start off always with scripture i am like let's just talk let's just get out <laughs> it's like let's plan we need a devotional to tie this to we need some words i'm like oh yeah that's definitely very important <laughs> go ahead girl all right so philippians two twelve says to work out your salvation with fear and trembling now i know what you're thinking i didn't even get there yet I'm i ready. know what you're thinking why why are the words salvation, fear, and trembling in the same sentence? Because fear and trembling sounds like, you know, a negative con- connotation. Yeah. Well, salvation is a positive one. But I think kind of the point about this is that salvation is not the end of the road. Like, so you don't get saved and stop. Like, it's, yeah. it's not like for the sake of our love of God and wanting to, like, continually glorify him and pursue a relationship with him. It's not salvation and stop. It's salvation and then what? And I think working out your salvation is what really what that means is like, what do we do after salvation? 
Yeah, and my translation says work hard to show the results of your salvation, Ooh. obeying God with deep reverence and fear. Yeah. And I think, like, that's, that's literally good. exactly, like, mm-hmm. what you just said of, like, after we get our salvation, like, once, like, we are meant to show it mm-hmm. by obeying God. Because throughout the throughout the New Testament, we see a lot of, like, if you love me, obey. Yes. Like, the way you show your love for God is through, like, how you live and mm-hmm. doing what he says. Not just, like, saying it and, like, talking about it, but, like, actually doing that. Yeah. And actually doing that is, like, the post-salvation story which is why Mm -hmm. we said that like our testimonies are the prologue they're just the beginning of the story like things happen after that you know still being built out the story is definitely still being written but i think fear of the lord is something that's very important and a lot of times it's what fear of the lord sets the whole foundation for sin yeah like if we didn't fear that there would be any consequence for our sin then you know what would really be the incentive for salvation exactly a verse that comes to mind actually that i wrote down is that um <laughs> sorry a verse that i had wrote down was romans six twenty three, which is the wages of sin is death but the free gift of god is eternal life and kind of the wages of sin being death kind of instills that like fear of the lord and fear of you know punishment yeah. for sin because god wouldn't be perfect and holy if there was no punishment for sin yeah you know he wouldn't be a righteous judge if he didn't enforce his law yeah exactly and like for anyone who doesn't fully understand like fear is used a lot in the bible and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's used to say like you know fear not but then you have moments like these like me and sid where like what me and sid are talking about where it's using fear as kind of like a good thing yeah so for anyone who doesn't know that the fear as a good thing is like respect like reverence we need to have healthy respect the same way that you don't drive up to a cliff and (laughs) if you didn't fear that cliff then you would jump off of it, you know, like fear, having that healthy fear, healthy respect is like wise, it's wisdom, Mm -hmm. and it stops you from doing really stupid things, and that's also why people, you know, obey their parents, obey authority, like that's Mm -hmm. where that comes from, it's a healthy fear of them, Yeah, but yeah, so for anyone who didn't know that, that is the fear that we're referring to right now and through this episode. That's a really good yeah. point, actually, because, like, fear isn't the absence of love. Obviously, we love God, but yeah. it's, like, a position of humility that we as humans have to take yeah. to God. Like, God is perfect. Submit we are not. God, yeah, resist the devil. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it is a form of submission. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, with that, all that being said, um, let's talk a little bit. I guess we can start with a little bit of, like, general bad habits. Like, some okay. things that post-salvation, like, that we struggle with because... You know, sometimes there's this misconception that, like, once you get saved, all of your struggles miraculously fade away, which is, I believe that. Like, I find myself believing that Mm. now. Like, (laughs) Because I'm like, where is this, where is the disappointment coming from? And I figure out it's coming from me thinking that I, like, got to exempt bad (laughs) things, like, after because I've lived so well. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. So, generally, what are you thinking? generally okay i think we can relate this to the ten commandments actually really or even just the way that jesus summarized them in the new testament which is loving god and loving others yeah because that takes care of everything that's it yeah that that pretty much sums it up yeah like i don't feel like we do that perfectly after we've been saved no of course not like that's why like because when you love god more than anything then you don't make idols you don't um Mm -hmm. you're not like ungrateful you're not doing other things and then when you love others more than you love yourself you're not killing you're not right coveting you're not doing whatever like 
when you do those two, you've kind of like covered the whole law. Yeah. And like yeah. whatever legalistic things that are there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I think for me, I struggled with profanity like oh real okay beforehand like before and then after it was still like there i still kind of mm. struggle with it now but it's not nearly like as yeah bad like before it was just like verbal and i even like when i was when jesus was still like knocking on the door it was still something i wanted to stop mm-hmm. but i wasn't as like adamant about it because i was like mm, everyone right. does it yeah but then once Jesus really, like, came through the door, I was right. like, okay, this has to, like... It has to die. It has to die. And mm-hmm. I can't figure out how to kill it. And I realized it was, like... It came from a lot of stuff I was consuming. Like, mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. And, and conversations. And, like, I think now it's more of a struggle, like, internally. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm thinking and I think a thought in my <laughs> head, and I'm like, dang. And it's just, yeah. like... I And I realized that for me that came more so from because now I don't consume any of that so how is that still there and mm-hmm. I know that some of it has to do with just being at school mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. constantly being, being around people who drop the f like yeah. every and it's like you can't these aren't my friends like these aren't like my people that I'm spending my life with like these are but I guess in a way they are because I'm in class with them or I work with them or whatever it is right, yeah. and so they if they're constantly like doing it it's like it's still having that same effect that it would if you were listening to music that was having it all the time mm-hmm. so i've had to be like very intentional about taking every thought captive and like mm-hmm. not having that live there you know because yeah. i don't want that there yeah but i think for me that was like a pretty yeah no that's that's really good because sometimes like we have these things that we carry over from our old lives like our old habits that kind of carry into post-salvation because those things don't just disappear yeah and it makes me think of like sanctification which is the process of being made, you know, You're pure. Fine. Yeah. You yeah. know, being made holy, being made pure. Like, that's not an immediate, like, snap of the finger thing when yeah. you get saved. You know, that is a process. The process of sanctification is is real. So yeah. it's like, you know, sometimes those old habits get carried over to, you to know, new life. post-salvation. Yeah. yeah. But eventually those old things die. And you, I think more importantly, the desire for it dies. Yeah. Even if it doesn't yeah. immediately, you know? That's so true the desire for it definitely dies because your taste is changing Mm -hmm. and like with that dying you develop new problems Mm -hmm. so like obviously beforehand i never had a habit of like i don't know like reading a bad habit of not reading the bible Mm -hmm. because i didn't see it as a bad habit yeah just didn't do it sure but like once i once jesus came knocked on that door knocked it down all of a sudden bad habit of putting off like okay like i realize i don't really read the bible as much as i should Mm -hmm. and that's something that he's really worked with me through too Mm -hmm. but there are definitely some bad habits that can develop post-salvation definitely yeah that's something because we just have more realized yeah we have more responsibilities too like we have more more responsibilities there's more like it's just a higher standard too so it's like some things some things some things you just didn't have on you before like some things we can't expect non-believers to like comply to and uphold to yeah. you know yeah but that's something that as followers of christ we're held to a higher standard so we need to hold ourselves accountable too so yeah i think that's a good point i think that like also along with the thing of reading like reading consistently and praying consistently like that's a that's 
I feel like I have seasons with it. Like, I no, feel like... everyone does. Yeah. And, like, the more I talk to people, the more I'm like, oh, you don't feel like it either? Mm-hmm. This whole month of May? Literally, June, July, literally. You really haven't felt... Like, that, there's, like, the dry seasons, you know? And that yeah. is so real. It's, it gets like that for me, like, when school is really busy. Because I'll be like, you know, mm-hmm. I got to get this assignment in at 11.59, you know? Like, yeah, you know, God, I'll just, like... I'll get to my Bible out. after I submit yeah. it, you know? And then I don't, and I'm like, God, you know I need sleep right now, like, yeah. you know how tired I, you want me to take care of my temple. Right, like, I'm doing this for you, this nap this, is for you, right. this is an this act of glory, worship. Glory like, to you, so I'm gonna just go to sleep, and I'll read in the morning. And then I don't do it in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, this cycle of, like, you know, not prioritizing it, and I feel like I'm in one of those seasons right now, just because school for me is really heavy right now. Yeah. So it's, like, this it's like really it's something i have to fight because it's not like it's not a natural desire to read the bible it's not you have to like build it one thing that i've been taught is like the obviously like you crave what you feed yourself so Mm -hmm. like the first step is feeding yourself it when you don't want it because then the more you do that the more you're gonna naturally start to crave it and the other thing that i've learned is that like you when it comes to like the bible Mm-hmm. and like holy things and like jesus our appetites are like reversed like mm. the less that you do it the less you're gonna want to do it yeah like if you deprive yourself of water and food you're gonna crave it more mm-hmm. but like the less that you feed yourself the word the more that you're gonna find yourself desiring things of the world mm-hmm. like it's not gonna mm-hmm. be like oh i haven't read my bible i really want to now yeah it's gonna be like it's your you flesh will wake take up over and re- yeah your yeah. flesh is gonna take over because we have enemies that are prowling around like roaring lions and mm-hmm. we're fighting like battles that are not flesh and blood but mm-hmm. of the spirit you know so yeah, like we yeah. can't just you know the thing those things don't just like happen i guess and i didn't know that before Mm -hmm. i thought that there was something wrong with me because i would read my bible less but then find myself not craving to read it i thought i was like hurting or Mm -hmm. something was wrong with me Mm -hmm. no that's a really good point because like fighting against your fighting against your natural desires is really hard i'm like uh paul i want to say says in romans that he like he talks about this is post salvation like this is post him being post Damascus yeah like post-ro- you know post transformation yeah, post meeting <laughs> Jesus yeah all that like yeah. this is after that and after you know Paul is doing a lot for the Lord and is like traveling and and evangelizing to non believers and believers alike and yeah. he's like a hero of the faith like widely known yeah and he says even still that he does the things that he doesn't want to do and that he doesn't do the things that he wants to do because even someone of this much influence and stature and someone who is so respected still struggles to fight his flesh and i just think that's so real and like as as you know as believers as humans we tend to rank things like god God sees all sin as the same, and if you break one of the commandments, you break them all. Yeah. But yeah. we tend to we tend to rank sins. Right. And mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I feel like some of the bigger sins are the ones that are hardest to fight. The ones that we I'm doing air quotes right now. Like yeah. the bigger sins are the ones that are hardest to fight because it's like I feel like it's like this idea that we put ourselves in is like when you're too far gone, it's not worth yeah. fighting it anymore. You know, I would I would I would argue that I feel like, and you've kind of dealt with this too, Mm -hmm. but like in the past I was fighting like bigger sins, like 
obviously like profanity and like other things that like you know about and mm-hmm. like just some really more heavy things mm-hmm. but then as I find myself still developing some bad habits after mm-hmm. it's been they're on the little tier list yeah. they would be considered like so small right but like now I feel like that's what makes those ones actually harder to fight in my opinion, because it's like no one else even sees that you talking yeah. about this person is a bad thing, but mm-hmm. it still weighs on your heart just as much as someone else who's using profanity when they don't want to. Like, yeah. the weight of the sin is still the same, but because other people don't see it that way, it kind of feels like there's less help or, like, awareness mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. like, even with pride and, like, things like that that are so, like, little because pride is something that comes in like and gossip comes in so yep. like secretly you don't and even it's normalized notice it. too yeah, yeah like all of these things are so like normalized mm-hmm. and so it, it can be really hard to also deal with those things or even realize that that's a problem in the first right. place until yeah. like god literally convicts you about it because no one else is like talking about it I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no that's so real and i think for me like with those bigger sins quote-unquote or like, I think it's, it's, the sins that are in public that everyone can see is more incentive to change them. Oh, oh my gosh. I was literally listening to some podcast and they were talking <laughs> about how that's why community is important. Because yeah. if you, oh, it, I think it was just a podcast. Yeah. If you drop a bunch of stuff in the store on the aisles, mm-hmm. you are more likely to pick it up for the sake of like other people because mm-hmm. other people saw you do it. Yeah. But if you were walking and like maybe no one saw you drop something or knock something off the aisle and no one was around, you are way less likely to hurry up and pick like it up. You know, and clean, clean it, it up. up. You yeah. were like, you know, hide it under the rug a little bit. Like, but keep walking. I know that's not Who where did you that? were going. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dang, that was already there. But I know that's not where you were going, but like. No, I, it seriously is though. Yeah. It is. Like, so important with that yeah, too. but like the ones, yeah, that that literally sums it up because the things that only I know or only a couple people know. Yeah, there's so much harder to find. Mm-hmm, or the ones that only God knows. It's like, all right, well, you know, mm-hmm. I can keep. I can keep messing up God's grace mm-hmm. and no one's there to like check me or hold me mm-hmm. accountable or like, yeah. For me, when I, when I commit a quote big sin or like when I'm really struggling with something, I don't. And it's something that's, like, a private one that, like, only I know or something like that. Like, I tend to be, like, well, nobody saw it. And yeah, then I run so... from I run from God, too. Because in my head, it's like, well, God didn't see it either. Oh, no, yeah. I'm like, it's like, he very much did. Yeah. But the type <laughs> he very much did. But those private ones, it's like, I can go on and continue in my life and in my influence and in putting life. on this, you know. Face. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody will know because, exactly. you know, I'm struggling with it on my own or in private like behind closed doors nobody's gonna know about it except god yeah and sometimes that persona and like that that facade that i put on sometimes spills over into my relationship with god too where i act yeah. like everything is just fine right and i don't really Paris address quick just mm-hmm. like and i don't really address quick. the issue exactly. and it's like the shame and guilt that keeps me from coming to god whereas like the more public ones it's like you have to address it you can't put on you can't hide it you can't run from it you got to address it but it's like the private ones i feel like are the toughest ones for me because i tend to just like overlook them and run from god and that's my tendency is like to hide just like adam and eve did just to hide and cover myself up i think everyone has that tendency like who because who wants to be like checked Mm -hmm. you know like naturally goes back to our flesh like why would we want that right and i think God has given me a really, like, strong spirit of, like, telling everyone my business. <laughs> but it's not, like, I don't think it's that I overshare 
at all because I also I know it's him because it's also a very high level of privacy within me yeah but it's more like once I've met people that I know I can talk to mm-hmm. I'm not gonna just keep sitting with you and like acting like everything's fine like if exactly. I know you're like someone I can go to our mm-hmm. first conversation is gonna be so here's what I'm going through right now I'm dealing with this and I need you to pray for me yeah. like I, it's going yeah. to be laid out on the table it's no it's not gonna be hi hello mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be that and I think it's like now when I do like mess up or some or do something where I'm I feel really bad about it or like that no one else maybe saw or knows about mm-hmm. I've just had the biggest desire to like tell somebody like, yeah I, I want to tell the right people of course mm-hmm, but I, it's mm-hmm. like I want to tell my whole family group like I yeah. and I want them to pray for me you yeah know? and there's an element of like helping other people by sharing your struggles too yeah because like hello people especially people that like people look up to like you for example like people in your family group look up to you i look up to you even but (laughs) but like people who look up to you and you share that you're struggling and that you have like that you have real struggles that some of them may share then that's an element of like wow i'm not alone like somebody that i look up to it's the same thing with the paul thing like yeah wow someone big in the faith really that you struggle then, you of all people yeah then like i'm not an alien for that struggling like side. Yeah. yeah and it's like it's okay like we're all human we all have bad habits we all have things that we struggle with like exactly doesn't make you isolated like it doesn't make you any different either mm-hmm. like you're gonna get healing from telling other people from talking about it from bringing it to god because yeah. like you said it does affect your relationship with him because you will find yourself like reading and that i feel like that's an easy way to slip into going through the motions because you tell yourself that everything is fine so you act like everything's fine Mm -hmm. so when you're interacting with god everything's fine yep but the thing with god is that he's always working with the things that aren't fine Mm -hmm. you know he knows our heart he he knows he knows knows you copy right now he's just waiting (laughs) and so you go through and i was listening to some podcast and john bevere was talking about how like if you go in reading the bible and leave with what you expected then you didn't really read it right Mm. like you didn't actually get what you were supposed to get because if you can open god's living and breathing word yeah and already expect what you're gonna then like you didn't read like there's something that's blocking Mm. and and that can happen very easily when you're just putting on a face with god and everyone else yeah like everything's fine you Mm -hmm. open up first kings read everything like oh Mm-hmm. that was great yeah move it's like what like how yeah. did that how can you sit there with the living and breathing god who can fix all your problems and mm-hmm. not be changed you know yeah so it's literally counter to everything in our nature and yeah. our culture so it should it should be revolutionary yeah there's something that i remembered that you mentioned in a previous episode but you said something along the lines of when there's distance between us and God, it's not God that moved, it's yeah, us that moved. Yeah, yeah. And that really impacted me. Like, that still stays with me today because, like I said, my tendency... Yeah, yeah it did. It did. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yay! It really helps yeah. me because the tendency for me when, I, when I'm when i dealing with these bad habits and these, like, habitual, like, sins, it's a tendency to be like, well, God doesn't want to see me anymore. Like, God doesn't want to talk to me anymore. I'm and just... you're the one who showed me the verse in Psalms 51 because... Oh, I yeah. Think, and I didn't mention this, but the same way that your tendency is to, like, run... I mean, we all share these tendencies because mm-hmm. we're all human. Right. We all, you know, but you lean more towards running. Mm-hmm. I lean more towards fixing. 
I mm-hmm. am, like, you may be the one trying to hide from God. Yeah. I'm putting the leaves on. I'm, like, trying <laughs> to act like everything. Like, I am, like, we are totally fine down here. Yeah. Like, I try to fix everything. And so before I even come to God, I'm not even, maybe it's running, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I am, like, I, if I do something, say something, whatever. Like, let's say I, um, which hasn't happened, praise God, but, like, mm-hmm. I slip up and, like, say, use profanity since we've already, like, talked about that. Right. Then, like, my first instinct isn't going to be, oh, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> my first instinct isn't also going to be never talking to God again. My first mm-hmm. instinct is going to be clearing the playlist right now, like, where whatever, <laughs> and I'm not watching anything. I'm going on a fast. Like, I will set my schedule, my standards, and everything. Yeah. And then once I've done all of those things, once I've done the housekeeping, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, and Lord, could you please help me? with all these things yeah. in your name amen mm-hmm. and then because it'll make me feel like i'm worthy of that and so when you showed me the verse in psalms 51 verse yeah, about 17 sacrifices yeah i mm-hmm. want to pull it up real quick yeah um that is such a human ten- that's actually a human tendency because yeah. everything in us is so work-based like yeah. i need to earn Hello? god's when i mess up i need to earn god's favor i need to earn god's forgiveness but that's yeah. not that's not the way this works in the verse that you showed me it says you do not desire a sacrifice or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, oh God. Yeah. And like that to me, every, now that I know that verse, it checks me. Like mm-hmm. anytime I'm trying to like fix something because me fixing it is like the offering. Yeah. That's me trying to like Work make things better. Mm-hmm. And I remember listening to something and someone was like, Anytime you try to do that, that's you saying that the cross wasn't enough. Ooh. And are you really going to look at Jesus dying on the cross and tell him that wasn't enough? Like, yeah. are you actually going to look at all that he carried and be like, oh, no, it, it couldn't have covered this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, why that I, to me, if I was Jesus, like, yeah. I, would be like I would be so offended. <laughs> I'd be like, there's no way I came down on this earth right. and died for you, for you to tell me that you'd. Yeah. No, I, no. You know what the thing is with works, too? It's like you do all this to cover it up. You do all this to fix it, and then it happens again. again. (laughs) And then you're like, dang, what did I do? Maybe I got to do this and this and this. You go back into that cycle trying to fix, fix, fix. And then it happens again. And it's like, God is like, when are you? Yeah, when are you just going to trust me? Like, when are you just going to give it to me? me? Yeah, exactly. But in our human nature, we turn to working and trying to fix things ourselves. Yeah. Everything in between. And that's just not. That's so real. I'm so glad you can relate because yeah. I will just be like, I'll just go on a hiatus. Like, I know, I'll still, I'll still, you know, do my daily prayers or whatever. But it's like I will not address the issue. I'll just run from it. Yeah, yeah. And it takes a while for me to finally be like, okay, I need to, pro- like, I need to process this because it's heavy. Like, it's like a burden. But see, that's how I am too. It's mm-hmm. just that I don't do it with running. Right. So I will fix and fix and mm-hmm. fix, but God will still be like you need to talk about what you're trying to fix though. yeah yeah and you need to include take, him right and it'll take me a while to like get to a point where i want to talk about why i made this fast and schedule and everything <laughs> like i'm like ah, i don't think you need to know about that even though i'm supposed to do this for you yeah so i i can totally relate to it, that sometimes too. we just do it to make ourselves feel better honestly you and know it, sometimes some it no it does the way but that, like yeah. we are so we not people pleasers but like we're self-pleasers we you know? are we're self-pleasers like we want to do stuff because we're exactly. sometimes we're not interested in pleasing god we're interested in pleasing ourselves no, and that's real no literally and i think like as we've gone on something that i've i wouldn't say struggle with but like i've definitely had to face within the past like year mm-hmm. of just like being given more leadership opportunities mm-hmm. in the 
even like with this podcast but even with like family groups and like yeah. being able to lead wherever I am mm-hmm. it's been this like not fear of messing up yeah but it's like if I'm dealing with a bad habit first who am I going to because mm-hmm. now if I tell someone who's looking up to me that I'm struggling with this and not to say like transparency doesn't work but more like I'm looking for you to help me mm-hmm. it's like I you, yeah you do it, it kind of makes yeah, this, like, yeah, yeah. weird balance in the relationship mm-hmm. but then it's also this like it's not a fear of messing up but it's just like perception yeah fear of being perceived of yeah. yeah you know true. like the perception of like okay like well I'm going through this like it before having the opportunities to lead and stuff, I knew I felt this freedom to fall and fail as many times as I wanted to because yeah. I knew that I knew that I knew that I was only living to please God. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, that hasn't changed, but it's like with more responsibility, it's like, okay, like I don't feel as free to fall. Mm-hmm. And when I mismanage that feeling, that's when I don't like talk to others or yeah like, you know that's, no, that's how we get to where we are we, we fix so and we run and we do everything else you know that's actually so real and yeah i i, I agree with that because i struggle too with like like i was talking about putting that facade on when i'm struggling with stuff and it's like because i don't want people to perceive me different like i don't yeah. want i don't want and a certain i mean i guess a certain part of that it's good but a certain part of it is also just like trying to be perfect like trying yeah. to present a perfect right. image to other, other people. people see that i'm dealing with this like how would that I don't know, like, would they not trust me anymore? Like, mm-hmm. would they not, you know? And that can be, like, really heavy sometimes. Yeah. But but the Lord tells us to cast all our burdens on him. And if we're running from him, right? then we can't, we can't, And he's know. the one that gave us the position in the first place. So, mm-hmm. like, if he gave us whatever position we're sitting in yeah. and we're struggling with something, he it's not going to be, like, out of his way for us to struggle. Like, if we struggle with it, he's not like, oh, gosh, guess i gotta move some stuff around for you like, like he's not no. surprised he's not surprised and so we should feel obviously like you know the word says about like pastors and stuff and like leaders like they're gonna be judged more harshly right but i do feel like at the same time we do have we have a high amount of freedom mm-hmm. to fall and fail like other people definitely because when we don't feel that way that's when we fail harder in private and then when things happen things come out in mm-hmm. churches like we've seen and, like, yeah pastors. like all those scandals and stuff right and right. i bet some of it if the, if some of those pastors maybe some of those pastors didn't talk about it because mm-hmm. they felt that pressure because they knew they would be judged harshly right. so it's like and it's so interesting how the enemy can kind of twist god's word mm-hmm. and to use that to okay so maybe not tell don't tell everyone this one because yeah, you're gonna be tough. and it's like no you need you need your group, you need your, oh, you need your people, <laughs> you need people that you can talk to about these things to work through them, mm-hmm. so that you can continue on with what God has for you, you know? Exactly. Sorry, I just yawned, but, um, dang, I just forgot what I was going to say. I was going to say something. Oh, something that, I, <laughs> that that reminded me of is that, um, someone told me that, when we sin and when we're dealing with habitual sin especially god is not god may be disappointed but he's not surprised you know like god yeah. isn't god is displeased so by our sin but he's not surprised by it like he knows he's not thrown off guard yeah he's like he's not, not like oh oh no let me expect shoot. that from you you're the good you're the good one 
and it's like he's not surprised like he knows that even after salvation there's stuff that we're gonna struggle with like serious heavy stuff like look at the bible god uses a bunch of flawed people and that doesn't that flawed nature doesn't just end right when when they're saved jesus right when their story starts Mm -hmm. like saul was david and yeah 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 even david like most of the bible characters that we see like i feel like almost like all of them i haven't really thought long about this but i feel like it's all of them like (laughs) their story doesn't end when they got yeah yeah yeah. like that's not the end of the story the prominent characters that we read about are people that you know are named that we see in the bible because like Mm -hmm. obviously with the in the new testament you know you meet your people like okay and then they went and told jesus and everything yeah right sure we know but even them we know that they had stories because Mm -hmm. it can't be that king david and king solomon Mm -hmm. like solomon is like a literal perfect example he got wisdom yeah from god he is he's he is the wisest man to ever live but at the same time he his wives turned him away his 400 wives who worshiped all these pagan gods because even though he knew the lord he had this bad habit Mm -hmm. that happened 400 plus times you know he got with them and now (laughs) and like he and so now his heart is turned away from god and point being that but then it comes back Mm -hmm. the point being is that the characters that we see and we look up to and that inspire us they have a big story too i mean the israelites are literally the entire yeah the whole the whole testament the story is them rebelling against god and god being like all right i gotta get y'all again (laughs) and over i mean it's like that's the entire old testament and the new testament is the same thing just with the pharisees and the jews because they won't believe that jesus exists but it's like it's all one long Mm -hmm. rotating circle and it didn't end with us it's the same with us we keep you know trying it our way we keep trying it the world's way and then and it just doesn't work turning to other gods instead to our idols and you know it's the same thing but god is not surprised like he's been doing this for a long time so if you're struggling with something like god is not he there's no condemnation for those that are in christ like there is he's not condemning you for it you know um so don't condemn yourself it's just a waste of time and i'm speaking i'm speaking to myself yeah because i spend so much time condemning myself and trying to pretend like everything's fine on the outside and it's not when really like it would just be so much easier to just go to him and be like look i'm sorry i confess that to you i know that was a sin i agree with you that that was a sin and even if it's like i think the sickest feeling for me is like when i gonna sound weird but like mm-hmm. when i commit a sin that i don't regularly regularly commit mm-hmm. i'm way more likely to like oh be like Oop, that was a fluke yeah <laughs> what when it's something sorry about that, that one <laughs> I feel like i've gone through like multiple times like a bad habit like yeah it's like about, a certain it feels, time you're like god is tired of this right and it's like i feel like i have this level of responsibility which is probably why i go to a fixing mentality yeah because i'm like okay well i already learned that last time he said da 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 and da 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 so i just mm-hmm. need to apply this here and then do this and da 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 and make this all work we act and like, like god is annoyed like, like and it's like why would he be annoyed he came he sent jesus because he knew that like he already knows us y'all do this again he's not surprised it says that all of our sins he's not only forgiven our sins but he's forgotten them and they're removed from us like yeah, they're separated as far from us. as the east is from the west so like why are we sitting here stressing when he can help us and that's the thing like he can help like yes we need his forgiveness 
but we also like Romans 8, literally every chapter in Romans and anything that Paul ever wrote it, every book has some type <laughs> of reminder that like put off the old nature and put on the new nature right. through Christ. Like it has to be done through Christ. You, yeah, can't, you can't do, do it yourself. without him. You can't do it in your own strength because if you do, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. And when you have a bad habit, the only way that you're going to get through it is through Christ. Yep. And it may be, I feel like I when I got saved, I felt like all my, I kind of expected that all my bad habits that I brought in were just going to like just be a miracle story, right? Like they were just going to go <laughs> yeah. and like, oh, I got saved. And That's true. For some people that can be the story, but I think it was harder for me because I felt like I, I came in expecting that to happen mm-hmm. and that didn't happen and I, I would get disappointed and it's like, no, like if God's writing a story, like the story has, story has some length to progression, it. You know? Right. You know? It's a, it's it wouldn't be a good story without progression. Exactly. It's growth. And one thing that I know, like if someone's dealing with something that they feel like they just keep going through over and over again, like kind of how Paul was with the thorn in his side and just mm-hmm. like asking, like, you know, like, take this from me. Right. Yeah. Like, why can't you? It's like. One thing that, huh? It humbles us. No, it so humbles us. And one thing that I remember learning from it was just that, like, God knows me personally very Mm -hmm. well, Mm -hmm. and He knows that for what I was going through at that time, if and this was all like revealed to me in that moment that like if He were to just take it like that, Mm -hmm. then something could trigger me and I will go right back to it. And this progression is building strength mm. so that when whatever comes my way, like it's, it's, it's building this firm foundation to where like, I, I literally can't go back. Like yeah. I'm, I've fought hard for this, you know, like yeah, it's not yeah. quick money. It's old money. It's lasting money. It's yeah. wealth. Okay. Like it's, <laughs> it's a strong foundation. It goes back generations. This isn't like quick Instagram money, you know? Right. Yeah. So no, that's really good. Yeah, that's something that I learned, and that's that's really helped me a lot. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's a progression. You have to be patient with yourself. You have to be patient with God and realize that, like, all of this in the long run, you're going to look back on it and realize, like, how short it really was. But right now, like, in the heat of the battle, it feels like a long time. And, you know, that's okay. Um, Another verse that I think about a lot is proverbs twenty six eleven talks about a dog returning compares habitual sin to a dog returning to its vomit like mm-hmm. a fool returning to his folly and um recently i was struggling with a habitual sin and um i was in the shower <laughs> As she not this didn't happen in the shower once i'm a saying year. I'm, sorry the girl right. not shower once a year i'm sorry all right just, anyways to clarify <laughs> <laughs> you did not have to say it with that much disgust <laughs> no <laughs> to clarify I, this did not happen in the shower. I was taking a shower like a regular, you know, like people oh, take showers. Duh, yes. But, that, but the way I said it made it sound like I was struggling in the shower. <laughs> Anyways, um, I was in the shower and I was pondering upon my, <laughs> upon my actions. I was pondering and, um, I was thinking, I was just stop. Sorry, I'm sorry. Because somebody may be struggling with something in the shower, so stop. Because you never know. Say it like that, Sid. So now you feel bad. No, yeah, I don't sit, feel bad. sit back. Because if you are struggling with something in the shower, maybe you're having you a habitual story, sin. Then you, I would be able to laugh. Like it would be okay. So feel safe. Maybe your laughing. habitual sin is you're just not it's putting not enough so soap funny. on in the shower. Just standing under the water. Maybe it's laziness. Maybe you're not washing your legs. You're <laughs> letting the soap. <laughs> you're not taking care of your temple. <laughs> you're you're letting the soap run feet. down. 
somebody told you that you don't have to wash your feet, you could just let <laughs> just let soap run off your body into your feet. And I'm here to tell you that no. That's not the way. Scrub your feet. Oh gosh. Please scrub your feet. <laughs> Please. We're pleading. I like in here. <laughs> Bad habits. But anyway. Scrub your feet. Please. We're the sink of us. But um Oh gosh. So yeah, good. I was in the shower. Um, and I was thinking about my, my sin, because I told y'all, I tend to run, but this time I was being a little bit different, and I decided to think about it in the shower, and I was talking to God in the shower, and I felt like the Spirit gave me something, y'all. Now, this might be me being a little bit Delulu, and, uh, no way. um, this might be being a little bit Delulu, but it makes a lot of sense to me, and it helped me a lot, so hopefully, I'm gonna share this. I wrote it in my journal, and hopefully it helps, um, let me find out where to start so I don't, you know. Um, tell y'all something you do not want to hear right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't it This is my journal, so um, I'm a, definitely a diary girl. Okay, so the verse, this is me writing. This is my writing voice, so it may not sound exactly like my speaking voice. It might be a little bit piecemeal, but bear with me. So the verse about the fool re- returning to his folly as a dog rever- returns to its vomit. It's a bit of a gross analogy, but it makes so much sense. Yeah, so like, sorry, this is a little bit gross, but it but it makes sense to me. So, before a dog vomits, it has to first eat something rotten or spoiled. However, the dog did not eat with the intention of being sick or eating rotten food. It just saw the food as desirable and appealing. So he ate, unsuspecting that the food would make him sick. Then, he bears the consequences of his actions and vomits, a natural response of the body to something toxic. It expels all the traces of this rottenness to keep it from corrupting the rest of the body. But the verse doesn't end here. The dog consumes its vomit, but before consuming, he must first examine it and decide to reconsume something so vile. When we vomit, this is where it gets a little gross. No, but so far, I'm like, is this, on the is this edge making of my sense? Seat. Yes, this it's is making so sense? good. Okay, send that to me, bro. I will. <laughs> <laughs> when we vomit, you can often see the chunks and traces of the food that was. Through vomit, you can often identify what it was that was eaten. The dog recognizes the remains of the food that was once desirable and disregards the fact that it made him sick. He forgets about the rottenness of the food that caused the issue in the first place, and he only sees its appeal. So he eats it, and inevitably, it will make him sick again and again and again, and the cycle continues. So, that's... that's, Does that make sense? No, it makes so much sense, because that literally the beginning of what you said of like and you know what though i feel like you can even pull into that like that's why dogs have owners and like the Ooh. owner being god and like when you check like the owner's job is to like, hey, check. Like that. <laughs> yeah, like, don't eat that right yeah yeah and so it and that's what happens like when an owner listens or when the dog listens to its master it's saved from that yeah but when it doesn't it consumes it mm-hmm. and then it throws it back up why because it doesn't belong in its temple and as like humans as people who are followers of jesus who have been made new the stuff that we keep vomiting back up and going back to like we vomited it up because it doesn't belong in our holy temple Mm -hmm. and sometimes we can see other dogs Mm -hmm. eating their food and not throwing it up and it's like why can't we do that like why doesn't that work for us and it's like because that's not that's we're not them and our master may not be their master and Mm -hmm. what what god has for us is for us we have different allergies we have different things we have different needs we have different appetites you know so like that analogy is like so good and even just like returning and like 
going through the vomit and like you can see the pieces of yeah you can see why 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 you ate it in the first place it wasn't a bad intention necessarily you know but it's like it's still like making you it's still like some good in that and i feel like that's like what sin does and that's like what the enemy does to get us it's like he gets us with the good and shiny things Mm -hmm. but then he doesn't show us that we're throwing it all up after all the negatives yeah and then when we go through our vomit we still see that shining piece of good right and so we keep going back to it and it's like our minds completely blank Mm -hmm. and they're not looking at do you see all this vomit that you've accumulated like you're sitting in your own mess Mess. like and you don't but it's that one good thing that you keep going like it's not worth it like your flesh i was listening it's so funny if anyone knows jonathan pakluda i've mentioned him before like in every single episode he i love his messages but like he talked like he talks about the dog going back to his vomit over and over and so i thought it was funny that like you had brought that up because i was like oh my gosh this man loves his dog and his vomit like he (laughs) continues to talk about him oh the the poor dog over (laughs) and over again and like oh my gosh no i lost my train of thought it's okay but let me think let me think think. he's talking about the dogs Mm -hmm. we're talking about jonathan pakudo and then and then and we were talking about returning to those things and Mm -hmm. sitting in your mess and 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 you're almost there it's on the tip of my brain. It's okay, you got it. Keep pushing. No, oh, I can't remember. Okay, it's back. okay. It'll come back, and when yeah. it does, you just say it. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I hope that makes sense to y'all. It made all the sense. Yeah, it's just it, it revealed a lot for me because I was like, I keep going back to this thing for the reasons that I went to it the first time. Right. And it's like, it's not worth it because it makes me sick every time. And I'm ignoring, I'm ignoring the vomit for the little traces of appeal that I see. <gasps> That's what he said. Okay. Okay, I Here remember we go. now. He was talking about how kind of like crazy it is to think about. Like, if you think about it too long, it'll kind of trip you out. But like, mm-hmm. your human flesh is, I don't think he said made to kill you, but like, it doesn't care about oh, yeah. you living yeah. like it like your desires like if you acted on every desire that you had you would be dead mm-hmm. and that makes your flesh clearly a bad driver in the mm-hmm. driver's seat like you don't want him or it you know driving the boat you know yeah and like i don't know like when i was thinking about that and just like how you continue to go back to your vomit it's like if you keep eating the thing that's gonna because if you eat your vomit like if you eat your poop in um, your like you can die yeah and it's like, like not that a good can, idea that can really take you out and so even though like there's like medicine and things to like treat going back to the dog and it's vomit like to, to the stop and throwing up and getting better and all this stuff yeah if that dog doesn't make the conscious decision to stop going back like it will die yeah and that's the same thing with us like it can be a spiritual death but it can also be a physical, physical death. death yeah like if you do, or it can be a death of um of some aspect of your life it could be your relationship it could be your body it could be like your relationship with god yeah your relationship with god it can be something like that too like if you yes god gives grace yes god heals yes god makes things better but if you don't use your free will that god gives to Mm -hmm. serve him and make him smile and make better choices with the strength that he's given you Mm -hmm. then you may just end up dead yeah in any sense Period. that that means to you. Yeah. 
So. It's like sin is literally destructive and your flesh is trying to kill you. The yeah. world is trying to kill you and your flesh is trying to kill you. And, and the devil is trying to like you got three three against three enemies. You. But the what the word always says is to like be encouraged because like God is on our side. Like he mm-hmm. has already overcome all these things. Already He's has stronger than anything that could ever come against us. He's already defeated it. Yeah. So and when you live with that mentality, you are able to look at your vomit and be like, oh. Mm, yeah gross like you're able to learn quicker yeah Yeah, discernment helps you like see with the new lens that like oh this really is not good for me oh this is actually killing me yeah and that's kind of what that that kind of little revelation was for me it was like almost like discernment like a new lens like it's not that i couldn't see it yeah no i really think i really thank god for that because you know it was just a good shower (laughs) i was scrubbing my feet too you were actually showering soap and water running water yeah it was warm it was hot it was hot perfect burning scalding actually wow okay yeah that's how i like it a little bit of pain okay i'm sorry (laughs) that was a joke for um yeah that was i don't know how i feel like everyone has different levels of like scorching hot to me my water scorching hot but i would never i never tell people that it's scorching hot because i don't think that they would think my water scorching hot i think i just have a sensitive body (laughs) <laughs> no, mine's pretty, mine's pretty, um, steamy, but. Well, that's fun. Yeah, no, it's good, though. I like it. It gets the juices going, and then <laughs> the spirit is with me in there, and gives me revelations, like, about dog I vomiting. I overheat in my showers. <laughs> I have to keep a water bottle by the... <laughs> you don't pass out. I have to keep a water bottle You would be the time. type to pass out in the shower. Once like, I oh, have, once yeah. I, not in the shower, but, like, I had to get out, and one time I was taking a bath, and, it, like, I just fell out. Like, Are you serious? on the ground, like. I fell out, but I oh. but I was able to, like, make it to my bed. I could not see anything. I was holding on for, like... crazy. And I had water, and I just had to, like, I, I just closed my eyes. Yeah. And I woke up, and then wow. I had some water. And, like, I had to kind of pour it on myself because I, like, completely That's a near-death experience. No, and so now I don't, I'm not scared of showers by any means, but <laughs> I keep a water in there at all times. Guys, I, I'm not scared of showers. I'm not scared of showers. I'm but not scared, but that water, it never gets that hot. That's so Because it's too long, I start to get woozy. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> woozy, that's so funny. <laughs> it's so bad. That's actually hilarious. But um, I know this episode is getting long, so to bring it to kind of like a close. Bring it to a close. Um, I guess there's no, there's no... Um, there's no condemnation for sin, but there are consequences to Definitely. keep in mind. Um, you there know, consequences. yeah, being a fool that returns to his folly, to her folly, you know, is something that we all struggle with, but we have to keep in mind that there are real consequences. And yeah. a lot of times those consequences are just natural consequences. It's not mm-hmm. God, you know, necessarily trying to punish you, but it's like natural consequences that he won't withhold because he is a righteous, just, just God. Yeah. So... I think something to keep in mind is that when you're fighting these habitual sins, fight like don't don't give into it because yeah um, there are going to be consequences at the end of the day and yeah. um, Jesus commands us to be perfect as the Father is perfect and yeah. obviously He knows that we're all going to fall short and that that's not a standard that we can hit but it's something that we should be striving for because of what God has done for us because of the work that He has done for us in salvation yeah. so it's not. A, it's not a thing where we should become complacent and be like, well, if I sin, I sin. There's grace. Like, right? Because the Bible's abuse very that. clear about yeah. that too, like abusing that. Like, you're yeah, not yeah. given that grace so you can do what you want to do. Right. Like, you're given it so that you can get better mm-hmm. and not die. Right. But God knows your heart and He sees your fight, and so you know, abusing grace. It's not abusing grace when you mess up. We all need grace. Yeah. But abusing grace would be 
your heart is turned away from God and you're no longer saying that your sin is sin. You're no longer right. saying, you're no longer agreeing with God that your sin is wrong, that your sin is a sin. Yeah. Or even like, I feel like even abusing grace can be, if you've done something multiple times, doing the, doing it the next time, knowing, like yeah. completely aware mm-hmm. of like, I am abusing his, or the famous line of, oh, he'll forgive me after. Like, yeah that he knows your heart posture like god will not be mocked he's not gonna be like he's you're not gonna trick him you're not gonna deceive him he's 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 completely aware of our nature so if you find yourself slipping into like starting to you know justify your sin or even plan to sin like it's Mm -hmm. real it happens like i get it but but run start praying yeah we're here to tell you that like please and telling myself too that like don't don't yeah. fall into Satan's trap because he wants you to die. He's trying to get as many souls as he can. Right, before it's too late. He's, yeah, he's trying to get as many souls as he can. Because so he don't knows that the end of the world is coming. That's yeah. why it's, like, he's trying to get as many down. I feel like that's why it gets, it's supposed to get worse. Yeah. It only gets worse. And it, it only, only gets, gets worse, worse. because he wants more people down there. Yep. That's so don't so let him take you. Like, Christ has the victory at the end of the day. Your salvation is your salvation, period. Your sins have been forgiven and forgotten yeah. and separated from you. But if you claim to love the Lord and if you claim to follow him, you got to keep his commandments, you know, and you got to strive for that mark, not to save you, but for the sake of your relationship with God, because that's important at the end of the day. So that would be kind of our advice. And just like practically, just don't run. Yeah. Don't like resist, resist those, those tendencies to run and to hide and to try and fix and work yourself. Like just go to him. It's going to get worse. Yeah. Go to him and be vulnerable with him and cry to him if you need to. Yeah. This is where journaling, I think, is really big because yeah. write out what you're feeling. Like, and, yeah. cry out to him and he'll be there to help you. Like, he's not going to give you a temptation that you can't handle. That's in there, too. Right. That's exactly. in there. I can't remember where it is. I'm going to find it. No. But it's in there. It, it is in there. He won't give you a temptation that you can't handle. Yeah. And I think also, if you are getting tired of going back to the same sin, like, you're never going to not do the sin until you get to a point where you don't like mess around with it Mm -hmm. anymore like if you continue to walk on a super thin line like with going back to profanity since that was an example i gave like if i don't want to use those words but i continue to maybe not say them but i text them Mm -hmm. or i listen to music that has it it, and i'm in and i'm aware that it has i see the e i know the song by (laughs) heart and i still turn it on yeah i watch shows that i know are literally rated up just because of how much profanity they use like Mm -hmm. if i'm doing all those things but then still praying that god helps me that's me flirting with sin i want to get as close to it as possible without Without touching it yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's like until you get to a point where you not you don't just hate it when you've done it and you hate that you've done it but like you actually hate it Mm -hmm. like that's when you actually change because everyone knows like if you have a relationship with someone and you catch them like cheating on you the famous question or famous statement after is like you're not sorry you're just sorry that you got caught Mm. you want to make sure that like when you're dealing with habitual sin that your sorrow isn't just because you made jesus sad Mm -hmm. that it's also because you hate this thing too right you're not going to change until you also hate this thing the way that jesus hates it yeah because when you do you're not going to flirt with it anymore you're not going to see how close you can get you're not gonna you're you're not going to abuse grace you're not Mm going to and it's still going to be hard but the your appetite is going to change because you hate the things that jesus hates and you love the things that he loves too you know so yeah 
Yeah. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but... Oh, completely. You gotta pray about it. You have to pray that he'll change your desires, because reality is we love sin. Our nature loves sin. Our flesh loves sin. Yeah. And it's going to be fighting you every step of the way, but... Yeah. Just submit to God and not your flesh, because that... Your flesh will kill you. Yeah. It is trying to kill you currently. It's literally trying to take you out. You are at war right yeah. now. Ephesians, wherever it says that. <laughs> like, we're fighting a battle not of flesh and blood, but of, like powers and principalities yeah yeah um yeah all these yeah all these verses will be in the notes for sure because you know we don't be saying the full thing sometimes but if you want to feel free to look into them and it should help you along your journey as well yeah should we do this question or should we do next episode because this is a long one i feel like maybe we should do it next episode yeah and then i think that could be a good like episode topic too yeah okay let's do that like let's do that um okay yeah (laughs) So we had mentioned that we're gonna do a question, but if you look at the time, it's been a long time. Yeah. So we're, so gonna... we're gonna wait till next episode to do it. Yeah. And probably make that an episode in itself because it's yeah. a really good question. It is a great question. So yeah. sorry if you asked the question, but promise we'll get to it. It's yeah. just this is a long episode already, promise. and I know y'all kids don't be having attention spans anymore. <laughs> it's me. It's me. I'm talking to <laughs> you. I don't. Kids. I don't. I don't have attention span anymore. But um. So love y'all so much thank you so much for tuning in um really hope this episode blessed you and that it helps and just shares that like you know even we like wow even us like i'm i'm like like i'm like like we're like paul but like no but like we go through like we are only able to talk about it because and that's why i feel like i mentioned a specific one without getting like super personal because it's like those are things that like i've dealt with and i've found myself being able to talk to other people who have literally looked at me and said you used to listen to this person yeah you actually talked like that i could never imagine and it's like yeah that's so sweet because that shows how much god has worked in me mm-hmm. but at the mm-hmm. same time it's brought that like oh you know what you yeah. know what it's like yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And so when i talk i'm not just it doesn't come across like i'm condemning them it's coming across like i'm understanding I've been there. yeah yeah so yeah hopefully that's that's what that's what the vibe is for y'all yeah, too that we understand y'all and we're not condemning y'all yeah like keep fighting we're all fighting together man y'all don't even know the half of it so keep yeah. fighting keep pushing please because because we love you and make sure you scrub your feet oh yep take them showers please if that's your habitual sin <laughs> or lack thereof i love you but <laughs> take um, showers. please take a shower after you get off this video or after you get or off this listen podcast. to this in the shower yeah, this is your sign you to take a shower. Look at that. Multitasking. Mm. Love you. Yeah. Love you, if mean you it. Don't, if, you don't, if you don't follow us on Instagram, go follow us on Instagram at Holy Girl Hotline. Yes. And ask kisses. us questions if you have them. Yeah. Mwah. Kisses. We love y'all. Okay. Hope you have a great day and a great week. We'll see you guys later. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye-bye.